Okay, welcome along to the podcast. This is a week in where Laura was on holidays and Leanne was with us for the week. The whole week. Including podcast. Including podcast. Including Here the podcast. I've made it the whole week, week through. Yeah. It's been, uh, it's been so much fun. It's been a whole lot of crack, hasn't it? Yeah. Have you enjoyed the week? I've loved it. Like, I've done it before. And every time that I come back, it's just something new. Like, either you guys will have new segments yeah. or, like, we'll do something different. And it's just like, oh, I love it. Um, I... Yeah, we did do a podcast the last week you were on, didn't we? Uh, we did. Only once before, I think. Yeah. I think me and you have only been on the podcast, or on for a week. A week once. Once yeah. before. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But you definitely would have done a podcast intro. No, well, naturally. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This wonder, isn't wonder, my first rodeo. This ain't your first rodeo. <laughs> I wonder when it was, though. I wonder how long ago that was. Must have Would have been. been last summer. Or would it... August or September it yeah. actually was almost a year ago like nine months or so ago crazy. yeah so this this ep- this podcast is I think number 46 so let's do some quick maths if if we do one podcast a week yeah. and this podcast is number 46 roughly what number podcast do you think you were on is this a game for this me this is a game because, for the podcast yeah uh, I'm gonna guess okay so if it was August last year that is almost a year, nine months. Nine months or so. So I'm going to say twenty. Twenty. You're going to say twenty. Twenty. I'll say. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. I'll say. Let. I'll say fifteen. Okay. Okay. Am I going to be able to figure this out? Uh, Let's see. I think is this week forty-seven. Uh, is it forty? It's either forty-six or forty-seven. I'll tell you now. I'm going to stick with. 20 though You're right This yeah. this episode is number 47 Yes okay. okay I think I should be able to tell So I'm going into, into Number 20 here now Oh my god You're no. right no. You're right no. You're right Oh my god oh Because my uh, Leanne's soap cutting Is a, is a link we had here Yeah And this was about um, the, the whittling Is it What Remember you saw something on Snapchat or something about about the fella cutting uh, little figurines out of soap? Oh yeah, if that's what it was that's about. Wasn't the it? one, yeah, yeah, yeah. That definitely went into the podcast. So if that is, oh my goodness, you're spot I, on. I promise I didn't do any prior research. That you know. is nuts. <laughs> I didn't just. That is absolutely sit mad. At home, like all last week in preparation for the week on the zoo crew being like okay what, what did number? we talk about the last time all that kind of stuff like uh, I'm just looking back here in, in our podcast folder and see if this um, if any of this rings a bell the 8 year old party planner yes that was the one where she literally had minute by minute second by second yes. everything yep. that was going to happen at her birthday party Clifford the big red dog I remember you talking about Clifford yeah there was a reboot for yeah. that TV series, yeah. Uh, Facebook face off, that segment is no longer alive. <laughs> um, Flutter float, a hedgehog cakes. Oh, yeah. Do you know the hedgehog cakes that look really scary? It's like. Is this, the- is this when, um, when everything was cake? Yes, it was around the same time. Then people started doing these hedgehog cakes, which, you know, you'd imagine, oh, really cute. But when people make them at home, they're terrifying. Okay. Terrifying. So we're kind of doing the rounds on social at that time. Yeah. Uh, Leanne, soap cutting, online yeah. shopping disasters we were talking about. That doesn't ring a bell. No, it doesn't actually. Someone, uh, a title here, Santa Kendall. 
And also a vibrator. Was someone telling us they got a vibrator online? Uh, quite possibly. It might have been something I blocked out of my bag. Yeah. <laughs> poop scoop finger slip. I think this is when my bag went through one of Zinc's poop bags. Yes. When my finger went through it. Yeah, I do remember talking about Zinc the last time we were on. Uh, more soap cutting. Thanksgiving fails. Xmas Eve waste. Oh, the Xmas Eve waste sale. This is the guy in Marks and Spencer. I remember Yeah everything was reduced. reduced And he got loads For no money at all That's what it was So so this was September? End of November Oh what Where am I off to It must have been Because I was actually thinking As you were going through That list there Thanksgiving Christmas I was like Oh yeah Why were we doing this near, In August <laughs> near, So that when was Laura off In November Random time to take off mm. I suppose we were in between Lockdowns then yeah, were we Yeah yeah So she probably or, was like Oh I don't know I haven't a clue Anyway I can't believe you got that spot on I can't believe either Because I was so off In thinking it was August But obviously that just Goes to show yeah. My math skills Are non-existent Yeah So <laughs> yeah. Well I was just saying it, it was probably the end of the summer Like it's realistically Summer holidays And all that sort of stuff Do you know Yeah, yeah. Uh, So I said number 15 What were we talking about there Talking about stuff from the dentist With Erica Cody on Hidden talents, uh, going to IKEA. Oh, I called Leo Radker's office. Um, For real? Yeah. So remember, do you remember he announced one of the lockdowns? What was it? He was saying a new lockdown was coming into effect on uh, on Tuesday midnight, and then I was like, "Hang on, Tuesday midnight is uh, it's actually like Monday going into Tuesday, whereas everyone thought it meant Tuesday going into Wednesday." Wednesday. And then Michal Martin, I remember in one of the press conferences. Was oh. like, they, they, the, the official government words were Tuesday midnight, and everyone was like, yeah, so Wednesday morning. And I, and Leo was like, hang on, I think it's actually Tuesday morning. I was like, no, 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 it's Wednesday. And I was like, hang on a sec, no, it's 100%, is whatever, the, I can't remember now, but whatever the first thing yeah. I said was. And I then I looked it up, and we asked people on the show, and everyone was like, yeah, no, Tuesday midnight is Monday going to Tuesday. And Michal, or Michal made a show out of Leo Varadkar and I felt so bad for him <laughs> so I rang his office and I wanted to just tell him that he was right I didn't get through to him I got I got through to a lovely fella called Dean I actually listened to this I found it on my recorder at home there Yeah. got through to I don't know his secretary or someone called Dean and he's like uh, you know, I can't uh, I can't put everyone through to Mr Varadkar you know people <laughs> be ringing here all day and I was like will you pass on the message that I know Leo was right he's like I will do yeah I was, oh, like, yeah. I was like do you know what I'm talking about he's like I do yeah <laughs> <laughs> Just some confirmation that Leo Varadkar got the message. Yeah, I know. I really hope he really hope he did because uh, he was made of, made out made to be a fool. Yeah, and he was on stage, and I could see him being like, "No, no, I'm right." And I was like, "I got your back, Leo." <laughs> Number one fan over here. But yeah, there you go. Wow. Uh, summer holidays at the end of November. There you go, and uh, Christmas in August as well. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe we're nearly finished with June. Yeah, that just came and went like really, really quickly. In one mind, I'm happy that the year is going fast and mm. that means we're closer to getting back to normality. At the same time, though, I really don't want somewhere to shoot by because I love summer. Yeah, exactly. I think it's because like we've been given so many like key dates as to when things are coming back. Yeah. So everybody is just wishing away the time to be I like, know. oh, can't wait for like this date when this will happen. Can't wait then for... When that happens, yeah. like further on, so people are just like, "Come on, time, go faster." And uh, we love the summer, and we love June because we are June babies. We are. It was your birthday yes. last week? It was my birthday this day last week. This yeah. day last week, and my birthday the week before. 
and uh, it's my girlfriend's birthday in two weeks. And oh, do you know, I'm really feeling the pressure now because she got me, she really outdid herself with the present this year. I was talking about it on air. It was in last week's podcast, the surprise birthday trip glamping in Loch Derg and Claire yeah, organised the whole thing. Unreal. So good. Kept it under wraps for months and she's so bad with like spoiling surprises or wanting to spoil surprises. Yeah. And she didn't and it was oh, so good and there there were so many more surprises that kept um, being revealed during the week and the weekend and it was so good. And her birthday is now in two weeks and, and now I have to match that. Step up to the plate. And I just know I... I absolutely won't be able to. See, the thing is, she surprised you with this big, massive trip. But if you were to be like, oh, I'll do the same, you can't because uh, no. everything is booked out. That's the thing. And I and I, I didn't want to just like take the idea of like booking a trip, even <laughs> though that is good. And I love like, I love experience uh, presence and we've always done that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did just for uh, a little look about a month ago, uh, I looked just at some random Airbnbs for during the summer and literally every single Airbnb is booked up until at least September. Yeah. Like not just weekends, like weekdays as well. It's crazy. And do you know what? I'd actually be a person who wouldn't mind waiting until like September, October when everything is kind of calmed down and it's not tourist season, we'll say. Yeah. But if you have got somebody's birthday coming up and you're like, oh, this will be lovely now to go away or whatever, that happens in the middle of the summer between now and September. I'm sorry, pal, but that's not going to happen. I know, I know, it's really tough, and now, and I'm really, uh, I'm really under pressure because I haven't got anything for her birthday <laughs> present yet. That's no word of a lie. I have ideas and stuff. Okay, I was going to ask any ideas. I have ideas, okay. but I haven't bought anything yet. Hmm. You could be like, "Oh, happy birthday!" Like we will do something, but you're going to have to wait until September. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm oh re- I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. This is a ah, big responsibility. I know. We'll figure something out anyway. I yeah. always put myself under pressure, and I thrive under pressure. Exactly. I think the saying goes, "Diamonds were made under pressure." So yeah. there you go. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I'm certainly not a diamond anyway. <laughs> uh, hey, look. Enjoy the podcast. Lots of fun stuff coming up, uh, including car names. I think this mm. is most definitely a highlight of the week. Yes, I did. I got a new car during the week. And uh, it now gives me the responsibility of naming her. Yeah. So, uh, And we had some great suggestions during the week. Yeah, big shoes to fill. My car at the moment, currently at the moment, for the next 24 hours, is called Cariana Grande. So (laughs) I got to live up to big expectations. So that's what we did. And I came up with a great suggestion that you will hear that I I honestly to God think is some of my finest creative work. I think so as well, because this wasn't pre-planned at all. You only found out about the new car when we were on air with it as well. So you came up with something so creative (laughs) that I think I'm going to have to adapt now onto the new car because it was just amazing. Well, you'll hear it all in the podcast plus Leanne your first mystery guest (gasps) oh let me tell you something I am still on such a high after it it was so much fun but so intense I was sweating I was literally falling off my chair with excitement with nerves lived up to all the expectations I had yeah it was a lot of fun as always mystery guests at the very end of the podcast if you'd like to skip to it but the whole podcast is a lot of fun enjoy the Suecast with Jazz and Laura 
at the moment that we're talking about my biggest superstition ever and I can imagine a lot of people's biggest superstition and that is magpies I hate them and it's just it's just the rules about them because apparently you have to follow this set of guidelines whenever you see a magpie and it's more than bloody Covid restriction (laughs) guidelines it's ten times worse than it honestly so one for sorrow you need to wave away. Well, you can wave or else you can say something to the magpie, but that's what we want to know from you. Do you follow the magpie rule? And if you do, what is it? Yeah. 087-711-1038. Please let me know. I need to put my mind at ease about this. Because it turns out there actually isn't just one set of rules. People have different rules for when you see the magpies. Exactly. Uh, Nicole, welcome to the show. Talk to us about the magpie rules that you follow. So um, there's two and I always do both just in case one doesn't work. So you salute the magpie and you say, hi, Mr. Magpie, how's your wife? Or you bless yourself. (laughs) Oh, you bless yourself. Yeah, so I do both. So I look like an idiot walking down the road. So is this only when you see one magpie or is it any magpies? Just one. But if I see one and then cop the second after I've done it, I, I do it again just to make sure. I haven't caught the bad luck a second time. This is a question that I had about the situation. If you wave away the sorrow from one magpie and see another one straight afterwards, what do you do? So, Nicole, obviously you're waving away twice. Yeah, even though I know two is for joy, just in case it doesn't count because I see them separately. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because you don't want that to seem like that's just in case that actually isn't the second magpie. It's like the slate has been wiped clean and Mm. you're starting again. Yeah. Do you not feel like a bit of an Egypt now? Oh, I, I do. Don't mean that, oh, I, I don't mean that in a bad I, way. <laughs> I definitely look like one. <laughs> but also, where is the wife coming into it? Like, hello, Mr. Magpie, how's your wife? I think, it, somebody told me before, that the reason it's bad luck if you see one magpie is magpies mate for life. If you see one magpie on their own, it, most people say it's because their partner was, like, killed. Oh. So that's mm. uh, that's what I was told. But came surely from. that's more of a reason to not ask about his wife. I know. That's I PTSD. Don't know. <laughs> I the didn't mag- make the rules. <laughs> you know, if, he, if he's just about gotten over the grief of losing his wife, he doesn't want a bloody stranger asking him how his wife is. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make the rules. I just follow them. <laughs> oh God, Nicole, your gas. Thanks, Emil. <laughs> Thanks, Emil. Thanks, Nicole. Bye. To be honest, I didn't realise there's so many people following the magpie rules. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Any time that I bring this up or do any of the actions any of the rules in public people are like no I actually totally get this but everybody has a different way of actually dealing with it so I knew about the waving I yeah. knew about the hello Mr Magpie didn't know about blessing yourself yeah. no, that's a new one for me I feel like I'm left out of the club I'm going to have to start <laughs> waving to any birds I see I hope there's one that flies past the window during the show <laughs> <laughs> will he accept me into his clan the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura now Jazz your dog is quite the celebrity on the zoo crew I think it's fair to say I think every time I've been on the zoo crew Zinc has come up yeah. somewhere within that week. Yeah, he is a bit of a character in fairness and he's always getting up to uh, mischief that mm. warrants the story. So yeah, I think he, uh, he doesn't know it, but he certainly has an amount of sled status, I think. Okay, <laughs> well, there is a new survey that has been brought out and according to this survey, dogs can sense if you're tr- untrustworthy, actually. Oh. Untrustworthy, okay? Okay. So this survey has been done over in Japan and... Dogs will decide if you're untrustworthy by following the clues that you give them. So basically... (laughs) Blues clues up in here. If you, as a dog owner, point to something 
the dog will run in that direction and sniff it out wherever you're pointing towards. Yeah. Only if they trust you. Oh. Right? So this is kind of like an experiment that I want you to go home and try with Zinc. And okay. for anyone listening who has a dog maybe nearby or you're going to see your dog later or maybe tomorrow or whatever, try this out, okay? So this investigation basically had scientists who were pointing at different containers. Some of them were filled with dog food and some without, okay? So at first, the researchers pointed to the tub full of food and the dog ran without hesitation. The dog was like, yep, absolutely, I'm over it. Then they repeated the experiment with an empty tub. The dog again ran over to it but found out that it was empty. So, you know, obviously the dog is like, he's lying to me, exactly. So then... When the team encouraged the dog to go to the container a third time, the dog refused oh. to go because the dog had figured out, oh, this guy is He knew what was going me. on. He knew exactly he's what like, was going on. He's like, I'm not going to waste my energy. Yeah, he's like, this guy is not reliable. I, I don't believe him. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Uh, and I'll add to this story with a fun fact for you um, relating to you pointing. So dogs are one of three species that can follow a point. So when you, yeah, literally when you point somewhere, as in like, over there, go get the ball. Yeah. The dog can follow your finger as a point. Uh, obviously, humans are one of those species as well. <laughs> yes. And dolphins. Really? Apparently so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No way. Yeah. I did not know that little so, so bit of information. So if you go to a cat, like, you know, go that way and you point over like with your finger, they won't know what's going on. Mm. Humans, dogs and dolphins apparently the only three species that can follow a point. I would have thought cats was just because they're too like arrogant. Yeah, they don't give a damn. Yeah, they really don't. Okay, do you know what? I'll go home and tonight or tomorrow before the show, I'll test this out with Zink. He is good at following a point, but he also is, let's, I think, selective hearing Mm. and selective (laughs) obedience is certainly a a good word to describe Zink. So if he's in a good mood and he's up for playing some games uh, and I can entice him with some treats, I'll see if this works. So so yeah, so I'll I'll get a couple of containers, I'll point to one with food, I'll point to one without, then I'll point to one without again and see if he goes. Yes. All right, I'll test it out. And by the way, if anyone wants to get involved, do it with your dog today or tomorrow. Send us a video on WhatsApp, 087 711 1038. We'll see if it works. (laughs) If it doesn't, we're coming for you, Leanne. Exactly. <laughs> it, it's scientific studies, okay? Science. It's not me, I promise. Suecast with Jazz and Laura. Weekend just gone by. Now, weekends usually in my house when I'm at home always take away on a Saturday night. Oh, yeah. Did you get a takeaway at the weekend? Uh, did I get a takeaway at the weekend? Not, not a takeaway, but I got... Um, like food out. food out. Ah, okay, okay. Burger and chips. Burger. Burger. Uh, you know when you order a takeaway and they have the little uh, box down the end where you can put in your additional comments and usually this is used for like instructions to your house yeah. or like if you've any, any allergies or stuff like that. Yeah, I have my uh, I have my default one on Deliveroo when I'm ordering to the office here which is too very regular uh, <laughs> as uh, cycle safe and ring when outside. Oh, that's yeah. lovely. That's a really <laughs> nice message. I love that. Well, there's a TikTok that's after going viral. It's got like 1.8 million views on it at the moment uh, about a customer who decided to use the additional instructions on his order to request something a little bit different. Okay. So when he ordered his food online, uh, the box, he basically put in a lovely note for the delivery driver to say, knock a cool beat so I know it's you and not a bad guy. (laughs) (laughs) So the delivery driver has to like do some kind of like cool knock that would make him distinguishable. Oh, sorry. Knock a cool beat as in 
Yeah, I thought I thought like that, that was like a slang word, a slang word for like uh, drop a sick beat, yeah. you know. So, so actually, knock on the door. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah of course, because a bad guy is going to knock. Yeah. Anyway, I like I like the idea. Isn't it a good one? Yeah, I love that. Um, so absolutely love the delivery driver. His chosen little knock. I want to play the sound for you right okay. now as to what he actually did upon arrival. <laughs> this is his knock. <laughs> That's so good. He's going into uh, Seven Nation Army. Yeah, exactly. Listen. <laughs> Love him. That is good. Somebody was like, oh, he's getting ready for the Euros. That's he's it. He's gone. That's good. Yeah. What would your knock be if you were a delivery driver and oh. you had to come up with like some cool, uh, what is it? Uh, knock a cool beat. Knock a cool knock beat. A cool beat. Uh, I don't know. Like, See, that's the thing. When you're doing knocks like that, I mean, I appreciate him singing through the door. Yeah. But if you were trying to do something like Sandstorm, like... <laughs> <laughs> like, would you be able to... That would be so good. Oh my god, it's the bad guy. I feel like our computers are going to start crashing (laughs) here. I can't deal with this trauma to the desk. I just hope that delivery driver got the biggest tip. I was going to say, he deserves deserves all the tips and and to be requested for every job. Oh, definitely. That's good, though. And it's also good attention to detail. Love that. No, he committed to it, and that's what I appreciate. It wasn't just the knock. He had to add in the song as well. I really hope the guy inside the gaff started kind of like going along with it as well. (laughs) (laughs) And they just had a little jam session and then shared the pizza. Oh, I love that. (laughs) That's the the start of a good friendship. Yeah, it is. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Right now on the show, we're talking about how cheap are you? Jazz has told us a story about a guy who rings out his used kitchen roll, hangs it up on the washing line to get more uses out of it. So if you think you can do one better and that you are cheaper than that, get us on text or WhatsApp 87 1038 That's all Una has did. Oh, I know we said no judgment zone, but this, oh, I don't know about this. Una's texted and say, I'm so cheap. I keep my chewing gum for a few minutes in my hand while I eat my sweets so that I can chew the gum after. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what? I am guilty of that myself. No. More so, yes. not not for being cheap, just because I want I want the chewing gum. I always okay. keep a little uh, pot of chewing gum in my car, as in new ones. So yeah. you know, if you put one in your mouth and you're and you're gone off doing walking around doing a bit of shopping or whatever, yeah. say you get a little chocolate bar, that's grand. But then uh, you know the chocolate bar is only going to be with you for about a minute, mm. and you still want the chewing gum after. Just take it out for a minute, have the chocolate bar, and then put the chewing gum back in. Good as new. But just hold it in your hand. Well, it's better than a friend of mine who used to stick it behind his ear. <laughs> oh That's no joke. We'll stick it behind his ear, then come back to it in five minutes. Oh, no. <laughs> what if like her hair gets in here and some you're just pulling it out and like, oh, oh no. well. I, I wouldn't be going sticking it in my ear because I'd probably take out a lump of earwax instead and start chewing on that <laughs> oh, by accident. Extra flavor. <laughs> 87 1038 Get us on text or WhatsApp. I'm so cheap that I... And finish off the sentence for us. It's a no judgment zone. Uh, Tarek is with us on the line. Tarek, go on. Tell us how cheap you are. I get four uses out of one tea bag with you, yeah? <gasps> four uses from the one tea bag, but how? Yeah, just just keep hanging them back out on the line on a on a on a on a peg. Oh, so you're doing what this fella does with his uh kitchen roll, but you're doing it with tea bags. Yeah, well I'm not as bad as him now, but the tea bags, you get good uses out of the tea bags to do, yeah? <laughs> 
Surely the flavour has gone out of it after, I'm going to say, two uses. I tell you, the for- once you get the fourth use out, that's the nicest one. Well, but, okay. but how? Do you like? But do you like your your tea weak or strong? I like it weak. I do. Ah, <laughs> not so surprised. That's why he's waiting four times. <laughs> I tell you what. I heard rumors of a friend of mine in school doing this once, and I thought he was mad, and I thought the rumors weren't true. But now, after hearing your story, I reckon this fella was actually doing it all the all the, all the while. Tell you, give Danny a bit of advice. Go home and do that this evening. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, me, you will. But are you not afraid of like I don't know birds coming and like pecking at the, the tea bags on the line? Oh, no, the birds are now better not to be out there my tea bags. <laughs> what about if the neighbours are looking in next door and they're like, "What is going on outside?" And I, it's like, I have the whole road doing it now. <laughs> oh no! It's a neighbourhood affair. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not going to tell you where I live, but the whole road. We can, do you know what? We can have a look on Google Maps and zoom in on the whole estate with their tea bags on the washing line. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff to Eric. We'll talk to you again. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. I feel like it's not a proper week on the Zoo Crew unless something dog related is brought up. <laughs> Last night we were chatting about this because apparently, according to new findings in Japan, dogs can sense if you're untrustworthy, okay, yeah. by this test that they have obviously put to the test. So basically, you have three tubs. One of them has food in it, the other two do not. So, the tub that is filled with the dog food, you point to first, see if the dog goes. Naturally enough, and according to the scientists who have done this, the dog will go to the food. Yeah. Second one, without the food, point to it again. The dog might go to it, being like, okay, there was food there the first time, maybe yeah. there will be the second time. Grant, dog finds out there's no food in there yeah. and starts to get suspicious yeah. and then the third tub again no food in it and if you point to it just see if the dog comes because they might have got the instinct that you are untrustworthy yeah so you sent me the challenge last night to go and do it with my dog Zink yes so we did we did it this afternoon and uh, so yeah I didn't do it exactly like that just because if I put down bowls no matter if there's food in them or not zinc would just be all over them <laughs> okay. so I kind of did them one at a time did the first bowl first with food and he went and went and got it second bowl no food third bowl no food as well okay. and then I gave him the command to go and get it after doing like a sit and a stay so that he okay. would go to do it right and he'd want to go to the bowl and not just leg it around because <laughs> he's still only one in the bit like he's still a puppy and he Baby. is absolutely nuts Okay, so I recorded it I'm going to play you the audio here today I'm going to skip in after the little intro I skip in to where I'm giving him the second bowl no food just because obviously you can imagine when he went to the first bowl he just ate all the food showing it down so the first stage is tick he went to the bowl and ate the food so we'll skip in to where I put down the second bowl no food let's go here we go okay so we're going to test <laughs> we're going to test zinc to see if he trusts me. Now ready? One for more. Here. The bowl is now empty. Sit. Now stay. Go get it. Oh, this is nothing in it. I feel so bad. <laughs> Good boy. Okay, so now I'm going to take up this empty bowl. Now zinc. Here. Here. Sit. Good boy. Now wait. Then the empty bowl again. Ready? Go get it. Oh, I did it. Trust me. 
Oh, no, I just feel really bad. I'm sorry. I'm going to get you some drinks now. You're such a good boy. So he trusts oh, me. Oh, that is so wholesome. <laughs> Do you know what? I didn't realise I was going to feel like such an arsehole after it. Because obviously, <laughs> the second time, I put down the ball and I was like, go get it. And, and of course, he was like, legging it over yeah. for the second ball. And, and there was just nothing there. And I was like, oh, oh no, I feel really bad. Yeah. And then he was just looking at me. And then I kind of got him to reset and sit down again. And I put down the third ball. And I was like, okay, go. And he just looked at me. And then he was like, okay. And he legged it over. And there was oh. nothing there again. Oh. And he was like nosing the bowl along the ground. I was like, oh no, I feel so bad. But I suppose that proves the test. Zinc thinks I'm trustworthy. He adores you. He loves you. He loves me. Probably not after today though. No, no. <laughs> only, give him, only giving him one bowl of food out of three. But did you give him enough treats afterwards yeah. to, you know, make the compromise and you know, say it was well, worth it? Oh, definitely, yeah. And uh, during all this, I didn't realise, but my mom was actually watching me out the window and she was like, oh my God, that's so mean. And I was like, oh, no, it's for the show. I promise, I promise. But then, of course, as you heard at the end there, I went in, gave him a big, big, big bowl of treats. So, so all's good in the hood. Well done, Zinc. Well done, Jazz, as <laughs> well. You. You're a great dog owner. <laughs> he you. trusts you so much. He trusts me now. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. It's great to see cafes and pubs and restaurants opening up again and also more than that because there's more demand and people in and outdoor dining they're getting to hire more people again so lots more jobs are coming up again it's just general positive vibes exactly a great time for the country but of course with more jobs being listed and there's just more of everything there's always room for mistakes sometime Mm, around okay so um, there's a job being that are being listed today uh, in a cafe in Killarney Woo! I actually just think it's it's the, the Killarney bus station cafe <laughs> okay right yeah so they've listed a job I'll run you through some of the details here it's full time uh, there's only one position available for this role you need to be uh, experienced fully qualified well mannered good communication skills mm-hmm. um, going to be 11 euro an hour plus tips and so the type of job it is naturally in a cafe you can expect this job Um you know the job that I'm talking about the person makes coffee a barista a barista yes however the Clarny bus station cafe are looking for Batista (laughs) Batista as in the The wrestler wrestler. they're literally looking for Batista to come and work in the Clarny bus station cafe for 11 euro an hour plus tips no wonder there's only one role going there's only only one Batista out there so uh, naturally this is clearly just a very easy mistake because I have referred to my keyboard over here and T and R are right beside each other so that would make it was literally just a slip of a finger Uh, I like the story better though when it sounds like they're actually looking for him (laughs) and then bring in all the other wrestlers well maybe it's a wrestling team (laughs) bus cafe maybe the Killarney bus cafe bus station cafe now is just going they really want to identify a niche market for themselves wrestling fans uh, former wrestlers wrestling fans that's the type of clientele they want to attract people are absolutely loving this on Twitter someone has uh, has photoshopped a picture of Batista oh, no. I know the wrestlers and they come in and just they're, they're tighty whitey but spandex and that's what they wrestle in mm. uh, just Batista there basically in the nip with uh, the world heavyweight championship belt over his shoulder just behind the cafe oh, uh, yeah. just waiting there to take your order yeah. and ask you would you like regular milk or oat milk <laughs> to be honest I would love to see Batista in there wearing his little spandex, his uh, 
his kind of knee-high wrestling boots and an apron. Yes. Making some coffees. That Yeah, that's the uniform. This is the niche that they have found now. I think it was on purpose. Well, that's what I like to believe. <laughs> well, well, look, if Batista doesn't want to take the role and you're in and around Killarney and you have barista experience and you want a job, the Killarney Bus Station Cafe is looking for you and or Batista. He's probably away at the moment. But, you know, I think he's actually doing films at the moment. I think he was cast in a recent film there recently. Oh. I think he was. Anyway, if he's not going to go for the role and you're a barista, there you go. The Killarney Bus Station Cafe is looking for you. Open for business. <laughs> the Suecast with Jazz and Laura. Big news for me today. I bought my new car. Yeah, my new car. car. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. Big moment. Big moment buying your first car, but also upgrading to your second car because yeah. that's like, it's not just, you know, the first thing you can get your hands on. So it's a big moment. I'm happy for you. Thank you so much. Serious business. Exactly. But it got me thinking, now I have to rename my new car. So I'm coming up with all these inspiration for names, etc. Uh, found some great celebrity named ones. Yeah. We went through them. They're so funny. A uh, few texts in as well. Uh, Claire has texted in to say my first car I bought in February congrats Claire congratulations is a Skoda Fabia I called her Phoebe the Fabia nice I like that Phoebe the Fabia yes I think it's um, it's quite popular that the maker the model of the car if it starts with one letter you've got to pick a name with the same letter I agree it's a good ring to it Uh, this one doesn't really follow that rule but I love it I was texted in to say my car is called it's a Renault Cleo Varadkar <laughs> yes, I love that. To be honest, I didn't actually know so many people were into giving their car a pun name. Because mm. I'm on my cur- my third car at the moment and I've always just given it a nice lady's name. Okay. But I've never bought into the whole pun name and I feel like I've really missed the boat. My go. first car was a Renault Megane and I very creatively called her Meg. Oh, okay. Just Meg. Okay, Meg, yeah. Uh, the second car, I actually can't remember what I called the second car. Uh, I can't remember what the actual name was but my girlfriend called her Rattly Natly (laughs) (laughs) a bit of a banger (laughs) (laughs) just a little bit rattly in places but my current car um, we actually got the listeners of this show to name it when I got it because I pretty much got it the same week we started this show a couple of years ago Uh, and the Zoo Crew listeners named her Shelby Shelby love it yeah I wasn't a big fan of it to be honest (laughs) but the people people spoke but it it was was, the one rule I had was the car begins with S because it's Sirocco so I was like the name has to be S so there's a few S names flying around and we settled on Shelby so Shelby it is I love that Uh, well let us know does your car have a name and if so what is it and if it has a pun name by all means make us laugh 087 711 1038 Lauren, welcome to the show. What's your car's name? Hi, my car's name is Bridie. It's my first car, and I don't know why I decided to call, call it Bridie, but I just did. Oh, Bridie. I love that. Now, yeah. there, there definitely is, there's a couple of trends. So there's the pun name trend, there's just an, the nice lady name, and then I feel <laughs> like, now, no offense to any Brideys, <laughs> but I feel like there's also like the elderly lady name, hmm. like Bridie. Yeah, I just thought it was such a funny name and I don't know, I was called Bardie in school a lot back oh. then during my late years in school so everyone just kind of used to slag me and so I just thought, why not? Oh, a nice backstory to it, so it makes sense. A couple yeah. of Brideys. <laughs> <laughs> and has Bridie uh, lived up to her expectation? Has she, is she doing well? She has, she's doing really well. She's a Volkswagen Polo, so... Oh, nice. Oh, nice, sturdy, trustworthy car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cheers, Lauren. Thanks, Mill. Thanks Give her regards to, to Bridie, won't you? Thank you.
We're talking about names for cars. Have you named your car? If so, what is it? And if you have a punny name, let us know. All the better, yeah. They are coming in left, right and centre. Laura texted in to say, we call daddy's car bangers and mammy's car mash. (laughs) And they go together hand in hand. Love that. Okay, so if you're in a couple, wouldn't that actually be so nice to have like a couple cars? Oh yeah. Okay, so maybe that's another trend we're discovering tonight. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Kira then has said, my little blue Renault Twingo oh, yeah. is called Dory. She's cute, nippy, and we've gotten lost plenty of times on our <laughs> adventures together. Uh. And when we get somewhere, she forgets how we got there. Yeah, exactly. Oh no, maybe that's the driver's fault. <laughs> uh, Juliana says, one of my first car's names was Niall Hornan. <laughs> Oh, again, back to the celeb ones. I think they might be my favourite. Yeah, of yeah. The ones it is there. a celeb pun, definitely. Yeah. Um, uh, who's this? Lara says, my car is called Kimmy the Mini. Named her Kimmy <laughs> before realising her reg was KK, bought the same day uh, Kim Kardashian announced her divorce from KK, <laughs> from, from Kanye West, bringing her back, bringing her back from KKW to KK. There's a lot of letters going on okay, there. Yes. No, I follow, I follow. Love that. Very coincidental as well. Yeah, defo. Um, my car's name is Tony. I don't really know where Tony came from. It just sort of happened. And then I was told cars are always a female name. So now it's just Tony with an I. I yeah, that, okay. yeah, that's another thing. Like, I would definitely feel weird calling my car uh, a male name. I just feel mm. like cars and boats are, are women. Yeah. Even any time that I've referred to, like, my new car, I've been like, oh, her. Or, like, my car at the moment, I've been like, oh, she's been run into the ground. Like, yeah. I'm getting rid of her. Like, yeah, I think that's just the, the general rule of thumb with this. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Nick says Cleopatra for the Cleo. Also had a Civic called Cindy and now the Peugeot is Penny. Oh, I love that. Yeah, we're following the... uh Alliteration. model. Yeah, alliteration. There's a lot of Penny. I know Laura Bracken's polo is also called Penny. Penny uh, uh, Ava says my car is called Polly the Polo. I even have a little sticker with her name on it. Oh, I like that. Oh, that's good. <laughs> uh, There's another one actually in here. Cora the Corolla. Oh, that's good. That's good as well. <laughs> Someone is texting him about a BMW 3 Series and I cannot name the name because I was about to blurt it out there, but I'd probably get in trouble if I said that on the radio. <laughs> you know who you are. Uh, Tara's with us on the line. Hi, Tara. I'm good. How are you? You're pretty good. <laughs> uh, Tara, does your car have a name? Yeah. Go on, tell us the name and tell us the story. <laughs> it's called Greg. Okay, Greg. and why is it called Greg? Because um, it costs me money, it lets me down and fails to satisfy me like every man I know. <laughs> <laughs> She's got personal beef with some Greg, anyways. Greg, if you're listening, Tara wants a word with you. <laughs> is, is, the, is the name Greg actually after one person uh, in particular? No, I called it Greg because it doesn't resemble anybody I know. Oh, okay, it right. oh, okay. So hopefully this Greg isn't going to be like any previous man's and really uh, make sure it doesn't let you down. Fingers crossed, anyway. Okay. And how's it going so far? It's going good. It's cost me a good bit of money so far. Oh, okay, right. Well, you can't win them all. Look, at least, no. it's, get, at least it's getting you from A to B. A to B, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. Tara, thanks, Emil. Thank you. I have just thought of the best name for your new car, Leanne. Oh, go on. Okay, so I first thought of, and this is now tr- changed, but you, you could have called it Richard Gear slash Richard Gear Stick. Oh, okay. However, 
I have just thought of the best name. And that name is hang on, I need I need something here to go with me here. Brittany Steers. No! Yes! <laughs> yes! I mean, come on! That takes the biscuit. <laughs> I think I might just have to. Because my car at the moment is Cariana Grande. Let's keep it going with the pop idols. Yes! Brittany Steers. Brittany you heard Steers. it here first. I'm so happy with myself. I'm just going to clock <laughs> off early, Leanne. You're going to do the rest of the show on your own. I'm That's going it. home. That's it. I we can't do any better. With Jazz and Laura. Today. I had to go and get a PCR test. Dun, now, dun, dun. Leanne, do not panic. I am not showing symptoms of COVID. It wasn't a, a symptom-related test. It was more so a, a precautionary test, basically because I'm going to stay with a friend this weekend uh, in Lehinch. And he... <laughs> it's such a weird situation. He's currently living in a hotel because he's working on a TV production down there. And I can stay with him, providing I provide uh, a negative PCR test. So to go and pay for one today uh, and have it today so that it <laughs> hopefully it'll be negative tomorrow <laughs> no but I don't have any symptoms so it will be negative tomorrow okay. uh, and that, that means I can stay in the hotel good I can take away the, living. Uh, the measuring stick right yeah. now to see okay two metres away so basically he's living a sweet life of Zach and Cody kind yeah. of life in a hotel pretty oh. much yeah so I'm going in to, to visit him this weekend and do some surfing in La Hinch which I'm buzzed but I had to go and get a, a PCR test today how was that experience yeah so a bit mad so I haven't had a PCR test Ever. at all at all yet yeah. like I haven't had symptoms or needed to, to go for a COVID test at all which is kind of mad considering bloody everyone has mm, touch wood I've, yeah oh, touch wood you're dead right <laughs> I've done some of the antigen and like lateral flow tests but never a, a full proper PCR test Yeah. so I booked into this place uh, I booked it a couple of weeks ago and I went down today and it was a drive through kind of setup. I thought I was going to come out with a burger and chips <laughs> And a little, little did I know there was some fella in a bloody hazmat suit sticking a jabber up my nose yeah not the same thing uh, but so I, I went in and your one at the gate uh, kind of gave me the pack it was all sealed up then I drove through a little kind of marquee style tent you know when you're going to like EP or a festival and they have the little tents where they stamp on your wristbands one of those but I just yeah. drove in with my car and it was dead quiet and this fella came out uh, in a hazmat suit to do the test and he took my pack and he got the um, the swab out down my throat back corner Aww. little circles other back corner back circles and then uh, then up both of my nostrils and I was like Oh. No. Now, in fairness, it actually wasn't as bad as I was expecting. Really? It okay. was. It was all right. I was expecting a lot worse, but I was still like. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think as prepared as you could be for something like that. You would never be prepared for someone shoving something right up your nose, I like know. touching your brain. Like, no. And your man, in fairness, he's so nice. He's like. How are you getting on? I was like, good, yeah. How are you? He's like, yeah, all good. The small talk. It's like when you go to the dentist and they're like shoving their fingers. Yeah. Like, so what did you get up to today? And I was like, ah, 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 ah. Yeah. Nothing like it. Your man was like, open your mouth there. I was like, ah. He was like, oh, there's some cornflakes down there. I was like, yeah, I was not surprised. But anyway, it was after it was all done, I was I was like, grand thanks. I was driving out and I was driving out around the grounds and it was only then that I realised this area where this drive-through COVID tests kind of centre is uh, is standing is the exact same area in which I'd say almost two years to the day that I DJ'd a, a big festival for 5,000 people. Like, and I mean 
it's funny because it's the exact same area. It's where Locoland was in July of 2019, two, almost exactly two years ago. And I was like, oh my God. Two years ago, I was DJing on a massive stage and there's 5,000 people having a great time and it was one of the hottest days of the year and it was lovely. Today, I'm here and I'm literally getting some random fella shoving a swab down my throat. Oh, times have changed. Oh, a little did we know what was coming for I us. I know. And what, what was coming for you as well, well I, was, yeah. I literally felt like I was sitting English paper two in the leaving cert <laughs> and I had to compare and contrast times. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, we... Like, the two couldn't be couldn't be further apart I mean you could have brought your decks down and like <laughs> I, like I think okay because I, I'd say the mood inside in those PCR tests or whatever are fairly somber like yeah. so you could have brought down the decks and that's uh, true. spun a few tunes there that's true I, I should have I should have I should have <laughs> Uh, phoned up her man and be like look I know this probably doesn't mean a lot to you but I was DJing here a couple of years ago so I mean it would mean a lot to me if I can play you some banging tunes while you <laughs> yeah, swab me yeah oh absolutely no worries at all I think that'd be fine <laughs> maybe next the time Zoocast with Jazz and Laura Yesterday, I revealed that I'm after buying a new car. Yeah, thank you. Congratulations! Thank you, thank you so Big much. Big moment. It is. It's my second car ever. How I'm going to let go of the first, I don't know. Yeah. Tomorrow's the day that I have to part with her, and oh. I'm not ready. Like I'm not ready. But anyways, we were kind of having a chat yesterday about how things that are meant for you will always find you yeah. and that was very much the case with both my cars so when I bought my first car my initials are LH Leanne Hannafin yeah. my car that I bought was a loud car initials LH ah. so when I was doing my search about for my first car I saw that one and I was like oh, it's, it's, a sign. It's, it's a sign it's a sign from above yes and also the fact that it's a say it I beat that my number one place I want to go to in the world <laughs> is I beat that I was like okay two and two together like we just got to get this car so yeah. I've had my car now for two and a bit years um, but obviously I'm moving on on Saturday yeah. which you know big cry um, but when I was off in the showrooms having a look for my potential new cars um, you know doing the search about doing the test drives whatever picked my what will be new car eventually yeah. loved the the make the model the kind of body the shape of it everything ticked yeah. all the boxes absolutely loved the car but what I didn't realise was when I went to you know put my deposit down for the car I was kind of saying about like oh I've driven my car into the ground now that's why I'm moving on I do a lot of driving between Dublin and Limerick and Kerry and things like that yeah. I was like okay disclaimer I'm from Kerry as well so this will feed into my next point the salesman turned around to me and was like that's a coincidence because this car is a Kerry Ridge <laughs> and I was like get out of here no way because this kind of car okay in Dublin you will not find a lot of Kerry Regs yeah anyway not at all and this car is like you know it's a kind of newer model we'll say um, so to find a Kerry Reg, I was like oh my god this was meant to be and it wasn't until I was putting down my deposit because over the reg was like the the sales the like company, the dealer reg the so dealer you couldn't reg. see the actual full reg yeah. couldn't see until I paid my deposit he was like oh yeah this is actually a carry reg and there you go that's your sign from above it is meant to be and you had something as well with your car similar to this yeah so I knew when I was upgrading and in the process of up- up- upgrading that I wanted to buy a black Golf. I was like, I was really set on. I was, I was like, I'm gonna buy a black Volkswagen Golf. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Black Golf. Black Golf. Black Golf. And there's a 
car, car garage literally 30 seconds around the corner from my house like whenever I'm leaving to come into work I pass it when I'm coming home I pass it again and in the front of that garage there was a white Sirocco a f- white Volkswagen Sirocco and I looked at it and I was like oh that's like the opposite of what I want a black mm. and I even said I was like I don't really like the Sirocco so when I was considering getting a new car yeah. and this white Sirocco was sitting out there and I passed it like every day for a week then I was like okay I give in I'll just bring it for a little test drive yeah. and of course once I sat in and I said take my money I'm putting down a <laughs> deposit right now she's mine but it was just because it was sitting there it was almost like it was mocking me from the front of the garage I was like okay alright let's see what you're about but it was right beside my house I was like that is a sign from above there you go I fully believe these things are just they're just meant to find you if they're meant to be yeah so if there's any doubts in your mind now about the new car the Kerry Reg has sold you <laughs> there you go she is mine absolutely just yeah. for the Reg I mean the car could look like anything but just for oh, the Oh the car is a hunk of junk I'm just buying the Reg <laughs> The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura there I was having a grand old day at home today right I kind of had, had had a long day doing nothing today I was kind of like slow motion trying to get a few you know life admin bits done at home yeah yeah looking at a few emails trying to get a few personal bits done sun was shining kind of hungry all day mm. bought a stay for the barbecue one of those days I wasn't really getting anything done but I had a lot to do yeah and the smaller jobs add up to the bigger jobs you exactly know, they have to be done exactly and I was in my room trying to do a few bits uh Nice warm day, so my bedroom window was open. My bedroom was at the front of the house, and you know, you can always hear cars go by, people walk by, and the bedroom window's wide open. Mm. And nothing going on during the day, and then all of a sudden, there's a at the hall door. And naturally, Zinc is like, <laughs> uh, and my mom is obviously working from home, is like, oh, grand, I'll go get it. And I could hear her going, going down the stairs, and uh, for some reason, I just felt like it was a weird knock and I was like and we don't we actually we do have a doorbell but people don't really use it but we also have one of the you know the metal knockers to kind of uh Oh yeah, the kind I don't know, like you know, a like fancy a, one. A fa- yeah, 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 not yeah. so fancy, but not a doorbell and not a knock. And yeah. I just by the knock, I was like, that that guy is just knocking a little bit weird. So I was, you know, my ears had my essentially ears like out the window, uh, my bedroom window, which is over the hall door. Yeah. I was like, who is this going to be at like two o'clock in the day? Mom answers, and the guy says my mom's name, and she's like, yeah, and then he goes, TV license inspector. <gasps> no. They're real. And I was like, this guy is having a laugh. And I thought it was a joke. I thought it was going to be someone we knew. You do hear the whispers of, oh, you have to have your TV license. Like, they're going to come to your house. I've never actually heard of them coming to anybody's house. Never. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I was, everything was going through my head, being like, they're going to lock us up. I was like, (laughs) do we have a TV license? And I was like, surely my mom knows. And she, I don't know, does she renew it? I don't know what the crack is. So I was like, literally, head was almost out the window trying to listen to what was going on. And my mom was like, oh, yeah, I don't know if I renewed that there the the other week or whatever. And I think it actually was up for renewal. Hence why they probably came to the house to see if we'd done it. Okay. And in fairness to your man, he was like, oh yeah, I can see that's out there a couple of months. Just get it done in the next week or two. Uh, and I was like, oh my God. Sound man. This man is is a roller coaster. First of all, he he is real. The TV license inspector is real. And second of all, he's actually nice. 
He's actually nice. He's giving you a grace period. I'm pretty sure the thing was out, but he's like, get it done there now in the next week or so. And you're like, oh yeah, no bother. I'm actually just going out to do it this afternoon. Yeah. What a I'm walking out the door to go and pay my TV license bill, don't you know? Yeah, God. I Mad think, I think if they call to my house, I'd panic as well. I don't even have a TV in the house that I'm in right now. Do you know what? They don't care. They don't care, apparently, because I've heard lots of ads on TV and on radio for being like, Oh, but we don't have a TV. Well, do you watch uh, telly on your phone or do you do you stream stuff? Oh. Well, you've got to pay your TV license. Uh, so apparently, it's it's anything that they that they get you for. Okay, but would they come into the house like and I have don't a- know. But but I think they just understand that everyone does something. Everyone watches TV online, be it streaming or movies or catch up or on demand. Mm-hmm. I think that all goes in the TV license bracket. Oh, no, that's cheeky. I know. So I was also just like, do you know what? I'd say your man gets so many people saying, oh, I didn't know you were real. Or, oh, just <laughs> it, that he actually has to just adapt and be like, just pay it in the next two weeks, will you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, you'd be petrified. Like, I'm I going know. to jail. He's a real deal and he's he's on the loose. He's the TV the license loose. inspector is on the loose and he's coming around knocking on gaffs with a, a very intimidating knock. So, so don't answer Don't answer the door. door. That's it. <laughs> With Jazz and Laura. We had very similar days today. The life admin kind of days. Where yeah. They're ticking off the little boxes of all the small jobs that you might not necessarily want to do, but they have to get done. They have to get done, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of them for me was going to the bank, an oh. activity that I really don't like doing because yeah. I haven't a notion. Yeah, big boy stuff. Oh, proper. Yeah. I haven't a notion. And I didn't even do business for leaving, sir. Like, I'm clueless. Get real intimidated as well because they're all there in suits. They know exactly what's going on. And you're like, can I? I have some money, <laughs> please. Money, please. Have a note from my mom. Yeah, honestly, like, oh, I just can't. I actually have a fear of going into the bank, but it had to be done today, anyways. Um, I had to take out a, a bank draft. Bank draft. Yeah, yeah. yeah didn't know what it was. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> well, don't really I, know I, I just went up to the like the teller and I was like, oh, I need to do like do this that, and the other thing. And they were like, you need a bank draft, and I was, yeah. like, I was like, oh yeah. Where do I go for that? Yeah. <laughs> like, what do I do? So anyway, like, they were really, really nice, and they pointed me in the right direction and brought me up to the cashier. Like, literally, held my hand. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Technically, held your hand from two meters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like, walked beside me anyways up to the teller. So I was like, oh yeah, I need to do this, that, and the other thing. Like, they told me to get a draft, and she's like, yeah, yeah, I'll help you, no problem. Um, and that was fine, anyways. She did most of the work. I just told her the amount, whatever. And uh, she went behind the little counter for a while doing all her bank stuff. I was just there, like, twiddling my thumbs, waiting. Uh, She came back then, and the person who the money is supposed to be going to, she had written it down wrong. And with this kind of stuff, they are so poignant that it has to be, like, the exact name on this. Otherwise, the money doesn't go through. Cross the T's, dot the I's. Everything, yeah. down to a T. Um, so she showed it to me. She was like, yeah, here it is. Here's the amount. Here's who it's made out to. And she called out the name. And she was like, is that all okay? And I was like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's fine, yeah. And oh, I, I no. knew. I was really looking at her. And I was like, that's wrong. Oh, <laughs> no. But in, in that situation, you're like, it's like when you're uh, getting your hair cut or something and the barber says, is that grand? And they have taken a lump out of your ear and you're like, yeah, that's perfect. That's exactly what I wanted. I love it. I love it. <laughs> exactly the same because she had gone away for a couple of minutes, like obviously done a big job behind like whatever wall she went behind. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, grand. And I was like, that is not fine because oh, no. that is wrong. That money is not going to go through. So anyways, I took it from her. I left and I was like, I'll just come back in an hour or two. Hope to 
anybody that she's not going to be there. I was like, surely in an hour or two they'll have changed over the yeah, staff. The so shift like, changed. You know, so I don't have to make the awkward conversation like, oh, remember when I said it was right? Yeah, it's actually wrong. Um, so went back an hour or two later and uh, was like, oh yeah, um, I just realised now that it's actually wrong. And she was like, she was looking at me and she was like, oh my God. Was it the same one? It was the same one. <laughs> no. I locked eyes with her and I was like, no, please. She's going to think I'm an idiot. And did she change it? She changed it. Did she know it was you? Oh, she did, yeah. <laughs> and she did look at me like, this one hasn't a notion the creator like. Yeah, but oh I God. just can't, I don't know what it is. I just can't bring myself to be like, no, actually, yeah. what you've done is wrong. I and know. That's her job. That's and her that's, job. And you as the customer are completely entitled to be like, okay, you're providing me with a service. Especially when it's big business. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I'm here as a customer and the job has to get done. You know, this, this is your job. Yeah. I couldn't. And I don't know. Looked at her heard her say yeah is that right and I goes yeah yeah <laughs> it's just hard fine. to correct it yeah yeah, yeah. I'm going to be honest uh, Leanne this sounds like you are up to some fishy business right now I'm going to assume <laughs> this is does. something to do with the car but I think you are importing illegal narcotics <laughs> into this country and you are you are going to meet someone at the port after the show this evening <laughs> and, they, and they're after getting the the, the, <laughs> the Mexican cartel <laughs> leader's name wrong in the bank and, you, and you're just pouring out your plans on the radio oh, how did you know I'm <laughs> busted <laughs> oh god well we'll see if you're in prison tomorrow <laughs> you won't see me Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. I can see the nerves in Leanne's face. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Yes. <laughs> the mystery guest. Who is this person? Who is it? All right, so we do mystery guests every Thursday just after nine o'clock. If you're new to the show, and I suppose the explainer for Leanne, because Leanne, this is your first time doing mystery guests because yeah. you're in for Laura this week. It is. So each week uh, we take it in turns inviting uh, a mystery guest onto the show with us, uh, and the other person does not know who it is. And they have to work it out by asking some questions and piecing together some information. And you listening right now, it's your job to, to help and aid the guesser. So Leanne, you've no idea who's uh, about to to join us on the phone no no idea so I am going to need help with this I know it for <laughs> sure but look I'm ready that's all part of the fun of it okay first hello is always the most interesting one as well <laughs> so uh, would you like to say hello hello mystery guest hello how are you I'm good how are you <laughs> don't even know who it is but I'm so excited okay right so how this is going to work is now Leanne you have 60 seconds to ask mystery guest as many yes no questions as you can fit into the 60 seconds to to paint a picture of who it is are you ready to go yes here we go mystery guest are you in the music industry yes okay are you in Ireland right now yes are you Irish? Yes. Okay. Are you in Dublin? No. Are you a solo musician? Yes. Okay. Uh, any collabs? Have you worked any collabs? Yes. Have you ever been on spin before in any capacity? Yes. Okay. Uh, do you go by a different stage name, like an alias? No. Okay, it's your own name. So, um, are you big on Instagram? Yes. On TikTok? No. Okay, have you toured around Ireland? Yes. 
Hai <laughs> oh, <I'm really> so <laughs> okay, you got a few questions. Yeah, there. I actually feel like I got a lot of information in that. Okay, okay, so you're Irish. You're in Ireland. You're not in Dublin, though. You are in the music industry on your own, by your own name, and on Instagram. And you have been on Spin before. Spot on. Okay. So what happens now is Mystery Guest is going to reveal three pieces of information to help you along, Leanne. So, uh, Mystery Guest, take it away. I have an alter ego as a farmer at present. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I love I'm it. I'm frequently rec- referred to as a Koshi. Oh my God, same. <laughs> same, to be honest. And I'm a sometime friend of Justin Bieber. Oh, sometimes friend of Justin Bieber. All right, okay. Never did I think that Colchi Farmer and Justin Bieber would be in the same (laughs) kind of bracket in a couple of seconds, but here we are. You sound like a very interesting person, Mystery Guest. Uh, Okay, I can see that the cogs and the wheels inside your brain are working, Leanne. Uh, Okay, Mystery Guest, are you okay to stick with us for a few minutes? Leanne is going to go off and compile her thoughts. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Leanne's going to step outside the studio and get the brain working. And we are back in about five minutes with more mystery guests. If you have any text questions or guesses, 87 1038 Guest with Jazz and Laura. You're still with us, mystery guest? I'm still here. Uh, and Leanne does not know who it is. Now, um, uh, do you want to do a, li- a little recap, Leanne, of what you've learned so far in your 60 seconds and in the info that you've learned? Yes. So you're in the music industry, uh, performing under your own name. You are Irish, uh, not in Dublin, somewhere outside of Dublin. Um, You're posing as a farmer at the moment, apparently, uh, and often (laughs) get referred to as a culture. And the one that's thrown me the most is that uh, you and Justin Bieber are friends. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like, ish. Yeah. ish, ish, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so um, if you have any potential guesses or a question that you'd like to ask mystery guest, now's your chance, 87 1038 Couple of questions here, uh, mystery guest. Ethan says, is the mystery guest Farmer Michael? Very close, but no. Okay, Ooh. no. Is it very close in terms of like location because he's west coast are you on the west coast of ireland no but since ireland is so small it's still relatively close yeah that is true Uh, okay we're joined on the line right now by hannah welcome to the show how are you hi good Uh, you're following along here and playing along with mystery guest i was okay and uh leanne is i don't know you might be bluffing us leanne but i still think you're 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 kind of 50 50 so uh, hannah would you like to uh ask mystery guest a question or ask mystery guest who they are um were they in a band not one that would be known (laughs) (laughs) don't down sell yourself like that (laughs) Uh, any ideas who you think it might be uh hannah is it Niall Horan? No, it's not Niall Horan. <laughs> oh. Did you think it was? I thought it was Niall Horan. Yeah. I'm way prettier than Niall. 
<laughs> not Niall Horan and uh, yeah I mean no offence Mr. Guest I feel he would have bigged up Niall Horan and not uh, and not hid him, hidden him away but I don't know per- <laughs> perhaps uh, perhaps you could be the next member of uh, One Direction when they get going I'd be well up for it yeah. uh, Hannah thanks for coming on we'll chat to you again Thank you, bye. Uh, does this help you along at all, Leanne? No, oh, no! Okay, so, would you like, we only do this in special circumstances, but would you like a bonus question? For me to ask? Yeah. Yes. If you have any potential names in your head that you that you might like to ask one more question to rule out one, or you can just get a, a little general idea... So you have toured around Ireland. Okay. Has it been, we'll say, within the last, like, two years tour? Yes. Okay. Okay. So you're you're around. You're around. You're around the place. Around the place, yeah. Very relevant. Is this helping you at all? No. No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Mystery guest, would you like to give one more piece of information? Okay, it's it's semi-cryptic, but anyone who might be on the fence, it might tip them over onto the correct side. So, I have previously hot-stepped my way into space in a most sweaty manner. And I would never lie to you about that. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I feel this is uh, there's a lot of clues going on here. Lots of clues oh, there. I want to ask another question <laughs> am I allowed to okay go on one more bonus Jonas question okay were you ever in a talent show uh, no okay at least that probably reels out who's in your head I was in school but that probably doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't no. do very well <laughs> okay 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 Leanne I think the time has come <laughs> do you have any names in your head you don't think I do <laughs> I'm like like a, somebody will come to my head and then I'll be like no like definitely rule them out like so there's actually like all the questions and the answers that have been yeah. given have just kind of wiped clear anything basically yeah. okay is there any right, name can I, can I just throw a cat among the pigeons go on I'm going to speculate here Leanne I think you had your eggs in a particular basket early on with your line of questioning okay and the person who I think you thought I was I collabed with relatively recently. Okay. Oh my god! Wait a minute. Do you have name? Do you have at least one name in your head right now? Yes. Okay. Now's your chance, Leanne. Who do you think is mystery guest, Leanne? Who do you think is mystery guest? Is it Robert Grace? No, it's not Robert Grace. Mystery guest, reveal yourself. I'm about 30 miles down the road from Robert Grace, less even. It's John Gibbons. Oh my God! No way! It is John Gibbons! Oh my goodness! I feel like I'm talking to royalty right now. Oh my God, I'm so sorry, I didn't know you! This is the most fun game. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) This is the the funniest reveal I think you've ever had. It is, of course, John Gibbons. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Absolutely one of the most intense games of mystery guests uh, we've had, I think. Leanne, uh, how was that for you? 
It was so much fun, but it was intense. Yeah. I stop laughing. Right? Uh, I just can't get over it. We are still joined on the line by this week's mystery guest, who Leanne unfortunately didn't guess correctly. Mm. Mr. John Gibbons, how are you? I'm fantastic. I'm really, really enjoying this game. It's brilliant. <laughs> so am I. Well, to be fair to me now, it is only a stone's throw from the person that I thought it was. So yeah, this is true. I was in the region. You kind of uh, yeah. Your your guess you came up with was uh, Robert Grace. Yes, which was a good a good guess. Um, but in fairness, we had Hannah on a couple of minutes ago, and John, she thought you were Niall Horan. Yeah, you see, all us people from the Midlands, you know, Robert is to Kenny, I'm Carlo. Yeah. Niall is obviously Westmead. So yeah. it's, um, yeah, there aren't that many really from outside Dublin that um, I suppose would be known for being outside Dublin. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> uh, Justina also had a guest in of Christy Moore. So. <laughs> yeah, so. I don't know whether to be like flattered or insulted <laughs> by that, but I'm a big Christy Moore fan. So. <laughs> I'm sure it was a compliment. <laughs> I'm sure it was. Um, but Mr. John Gibbons, uh, how are you? How have things been in the last little while? Oh, I've been great. Um, yeah, like I was, as I was alluding to, I've been chicken farming for the past yeah. year. Oh, yeah. Well, look, it's a slight exaggeration. I've got chickens in the back garden, um, which I was kind of goaded into getting. Um, my mom was getting rid of some, so I said I'd take them. And I've since expanded the flock, and I just find them the most fascinating creatures. They remind me of little dinosaurs. Anyone <laughs> who has so has seen them in activity up close will know exactly what I mean. I'm convinced that Jurassic Park was based off chickens. <laughs> <laughs> they just, uh, yeah, they just adjusted the camera angles, and it was just a lot of chickens running around really small hills. But when you get the camera <laughs> on the ground, it looks like they're gigantic dinosaurs. Other mental creatures, but um, yeah, that's been an education over the last year. Do you know what? I went to one of my friend's uh, houses, and she lives on a farm at the moment. Uh, at the weekend, we were actually talking about this a couple of days ago on the show. She has chickens as well, about seven or eight of them running around, and they can actually do tricks. Can your <laughs> chickens do tricks, John? No, I've been completely outdone there. Me here thinking I'm deadly with my chickens. No, they can't do tricks. I didn't even know they, any chickens could. Yeah. I'm going to start training them. Do, honestly. <laughs> and if you get blueberries, apparently chickens really like blueberries. So that's a good incentive. Um, and get a little stick. And apparently, uh, well, my friend's chickens can actually jump on and over the stick if hinted with blueberries. So there you go. Oh. Yeah. That is outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> They're show chickens. <laughs> and uh, I'm just going to revert to uh, the, the the last couple of minutes when you gave the bonus clue there for Leanne it was it was like uh, the most genius cryptic clue because there was like three or four of your song titles in the clue can you remember what you said yeah it was, um, it was something along the lines of um, hot stepped into space yeah um, wearing a sweaty space suit and I wouldn't lie to you about that something along oh, those lines yeah, anyway. yeah. And so we had would I lie to you sweat hot stepper hot stepper spaceman, space spaceman. Man. Oh yeah oh god yeah. <laughs> see I knew it was like wordplay but yeah. like <laughs> And I did, I did in the previous thing about Niall Horan when I said I was prettier than him. I tried to allude to PYT yeah. pretty young thing as well. Oh so. yeah, <laughs> I even missed that. Jesus, yeah. 
You are a clever man. Uh, look, when, not clever enough. When when you're in there and you're you're in that position, you're trying to make the guess. It's tough, and literally all yeah. the knowledge you have goes out of your head. <laughs> um, oh, well, I wouldn't like to be on the other end of it because I don't think I'd ever get anyone. Yeah, I know it's it's really tough. Yeah. Um, but John, I know uh, you and I have chatted recently about you know clubs and festivals not being a thing in the last little while with COVID and everything. There's a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel, and I'd say you're only buzzing to get back out there. Oh, look, the sooner the better. I see France is opening back up in the next few weeks. Um, the Netherlands are there or thereabouts. Um, there's talk of Australia potentially shortening their quarantine, which would be great. So, look, there is a bit of light at the end of the tun- tunnel. And, I mean, we've all been up and down. There have been moments of optimism and pessimism and the whole lot, everything in between. But to see countries actually starting to do gigs again is just an absolute bonus. Because as I was saying to you before, Jazz, when we spoke, I've just kind of treated it as if things aren't coming back, even though I know they will at some point. In my head, anything that happens is a bonus. So that kind of lifted my pessimism. So, yeah, I'm feeling really positive about things, which is great. Yeah, absolutely, me too. And just longing for the day that we can get back to it and we can be playing tunes and people can be, you know, hugging each other without having to worry about it. And we will get there soon. And uh, the build-up of tunes uh, and tunes... um, a lot of Irish tunes and of course the close work you're doing with Irish label Blindsided I'd say you can't wait to even play the, the Irish music because there's Irish unreal Irish music coming, coming out of our ears at the moment Oh there's such a good standard and such a big big quantity as well you know like there are Irish guys getting signed to labels all over the place not just Blindsided and the standard is incredibly high and to think for the past year I haven't been able to play any of it out yeah. apart from you know podcasts and stuff so there's just going to it's just going to be a big explosion, a big celebration for so many people, and I think the party's going to go on for quite some time. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it really will. Here, uh, here. We can't get wait to can't wait to get back to it. Uh, listen, John Gibbons, this week this week's mystery guest. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. Cannot wait to to see you again in the flesh. Be playing tunes and uh, hope you're keeping well. And we'll catch up with you again soon. I'll be looking forward to it. Thanks, guys, and thanks to all the spin listeners as well. Like the the support from Dublin and the surrounds is always massive I can't wait to get back into the Olympia in November yeah absolutely yeah on absolutely counting down the days yep absolutely <laughs> uh, John Gibbons take it easy we'll talk to you again thanks guys you're legends bye. cheers bye hey Spin it's John Gibbons let me love you the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura